Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, and welcome back to another episode here on GEMS Podcast. With me in the hot seat today is Christina Ellis, and she's calling all the way from Cali, the Bay Area, y'all. But let me tell you a little bit more about Christina, because she is definitely a woman on the mission, and you're going to find out why. So Christina Ellis is the co-founder and CEO of Lit Rituals and loves helping people create a natural self-care centered environment. She has spent the majority of her career in the wellness industry, gaining experiences in areas such as service, product and wholesale based business. She has an affinity for working with small businesses but has also enjoyed assisting lit rituals getting into larger stores such as Free People, Market of Choice, and PF Candle. While business development is her primary job function by day, Christina, a Leo Sun, Leo Moon, and Gemini Rising, also enjoys being out in nature, traveling and spending time with her two beautiful dogs. So without further ado, please welcome Christina Ellis. Thank you so much. What an introduction. (laughs) Thank you, Christina, for being here. And today we're going to learn more about your background as well as looking at rituals from the self-care piece and building that into our day-to-day activities while building a successful business and brand. But before we dive in there, I definitely want to give my audience a chance to get to know you in a fun and personal way. And there are two options you can choose from. We can do a break the ice question or a rapid fire 10 question game. What oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's do rapid fire 10 questions. Okie dokie. Here <laughs> we go. <laughs> We're playing rapid fire with Christina and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question <laughs> number one. What is your favorite flower? Oh my gosh. Calendula. Question two. What's your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Coffee, coffee, coffee. Question three. Favorite color? That is so hard. I'd have to say like a light blush, light pink blush. (laughs) Question numero four, cuatro. If you could trade places with anyone, who would it be? Oh my God, that's so good. Um, If I could, oh, if I could trade places with anybody, my dog, my Maltese. (laughs) He's at home sleeping right now. (laughs) Question five. If you could have lunch or dinner with any person, past or present, who would it be? Benjamin Franklin. Question six. What's something that lifts Christina up when you feel blue? Again, my dogs, but also just like uh, self-care. Hello. Question seven. You just won the lottery. Cha-ching, (laughs) cha-ching. However, to get the rest of your money released, you must donate to three charities of your choice. What charities are you contributing to? Okay, straight off the bat, let's say homelessness in California and beyond, um, pets, uh, getting more pets homes, 
and um, saving more bees. (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. (laughs) So question number eight, would you rather a dream car, dream home, or if you feel like me, why can't I have it all? Let's go big for both. What's big for both? Big for both. (laughs) Question number nine. What is your favorite food or cuisine? I love, oh my God, that is so hard. I'm like, there's, I'm like Indian, Thai, Mexican food. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go with Thai food. Thai, Thai food. food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and question number 10. Here are the rules. It's our pass or play question. If you pass, our rules are reversed and you can ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? Okay, so if I play, I have to ask you a question or if I pass, what happens? If you if you pass, um, our rules are reversed and you ask me oh. a question. And if you play, I ask you one last question. Okay, I'm going to pass Okay, and ask you a question. <laughs> Do I, do I just go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is your sun sign? Oh, I don't know, but I, <laughs> but I am a Leo. I was born in August. Oh, there you go. Leo. Okay. okay that's your sun sign. August. Oh, okay. August 12th. August. Oh yeah. You're a Leo. So am I. Oh, okay. Cool. Heck yeah. Team lion. <laughs> Lioness. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. And thanks for playing rabbit fire, Christina. And so we're going to jump into your beat your jam, your sauce, which is um, how you help businesses using third-party wholesale sites. And I guess this is kind of home to me because my background is actually supply chain and logistics. So I would love to hear your spin, but then also building in that ritual, because sometimes whenever you're working in your business, before you begin to work on your business, you can easily get burnt out. And I think that's where you come in with that ritual self-care and just building in that routine. But let's dive at it from how did you get started in these two areas? Okay. So, um, whole uh, so in using third-party wholesale sites um that was like something we started and then loved it so much and then we're trying to be really strategic on how we do that and I can go deeper into that if we go back to the self-care question like you were saying how do you avoid burnout um that is so that is like the question that me and my co-founder Caitlin talk about honestly, pretty much like every week, all the time. So I think, um, we're very much our own customer. We are the people who, um, struggle to make time for self-care. And sometimes it feels like a battle. Um, but it's still really important to both of us. And it always has been, um, simultaneously also is important to us is what we're putting in our body, on our body, around our body. So we got started kind of with the shared, um, uh, you know, we, we share that we, it's important to us that the, what we're burning is safe and what we're using on our skin is safe and, um, that our ingredients are natural so that you can actually feel really good about caring for yourself. Not like, Ooh, am I caring for myself? So I think how we started was just sharing that same notion, like wanting to create something that we could feel good about and helped us avoid burnout. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so does that, does that answer your question? 
Yeah, that definitely answered your question. So it was a need for just making sure that you were feeling good holistically and you wanted to be conscientious of the products that you were using, um, whether it was externally as well as internally. And then so how did you come up with the name Lit Rituals? So we started out actually just making candles together. Um, My co-founder, Caitlin, had her own herbal body care business where she did things like tinctures. A lot of the products we still have today are from her herbal body care line. And at the time I was running my own um, feminist kind of um, collective online website as well called 22nd Neverett. And we were living together at the same time, both running our own businesses. And we had that same shared need of like having a really incredible candle that we could feel good about burning in our house um, that wasn't, you know, paraffin wax or toxic chemicals or affected our animals or our own lungs. Um, So we kind of just created, started creating candles together for our own need. And then because we were already doing our own businesses on the side, we were like, let's just take this to the pop-ups we're already doing. You know, we were doing in-person markets and stuff like that. So it just made sense because we loved the candles that we created so much that we just kind of piggyback with, with what we were already doing. And so that's kind of how we started um, making candles. And we were just honestly sitting in our front room one night. We had lived together at, the, at that time and we're playing around with different uh, names. And so we actually got stuck on, is it lit rituals or is it lit ritual? Um, and we were like, one. I think I said no S and she was like, no, you need the S because there's so much more. Um, so yeah, so we settled on just with the S and she was so right. But Uh, It was honestly just like an organic experience. We were just hanging out one night and going, okay, it's candles. Um, You know, here's how we're using it. We're using it to chill out, to kind of set our mood, um, set the mood of our house and our environment. So why not, you know, kind of combine the two. So, um, so yeah, that's how the name came about. And I think that's super cool because it's like y'all are both chilling and vibing and then you come up with this aha. So it's like sometimes our best ideas come whenever we are very much in that chilling and vibing state and very relaxed. And then I like how you guys took what you brought to the table and what Caitlin brought to the table and then you merged them together. And then here, here we have is Lit Rituals. And then now the second piece is how do we market um, the products that we are um, making in order to, um, in order to expand our reach. So that's like the third party wholesales, because then you know that they already have like certain um, policies and procedures in place. And they always, they already have like rapport with certain clientele. And so you're like, I need to get inside of their market in order for my brand to grow. Right. Exactly. So we were, like I said before, we were doing these pop-up markets in the Bay Area. A lot of them were in Oakland and we had, you know, people, we had met people through doing those markets and they had storefronts. And so, you know, we always had like positive wholesale experience, but we had never kind of gone after it. It was, you know, oh, we met them at a pop-up and they have a store or, you know, there are mutual friends. So we had a handful of um, store brick and mortar shops that carried us around here. Um, and it wasn't until we found um, Abound was actually the first third-party wholesale platform that we joined. Um, and we just realized like, oh my gosh, like, 
you know, what a great opportunity to like connect with like-minded stores that we were never able to connect with before because we were kind of like in our bubble, you know, and it just makes, it just made it a lot smoother instead of us staying up all night, trying to invoice, you know, trying to go after these customers, talk to them, nurture the relationship, and then start invoicing and all that when we were already making, you know, at that point we were making the products, we were shipping the products, packaging the products, and we still to this day handcraft and package and um, ship everything. But we have a wonderful team helping us now. But in the beginning, you know, Abound and Fair and Bulletin allowed us to really continue to create and handcraft our products and not be on the computer, you know, hustling and going after sales in order to grow our business. So that was a really helpful uh, change in our business. So one thing that I want to think about here, and I'm sure the audience wants to ask, um, what were some of the challenges that you faced up front whenever you were getting ready to um, launch and collaborate with third um, third party wholesales and yeah. just um, using certain warehouses? Because sometimes whenever you partner with warehouses, you want to make sure that, okay, where they're storing my product, it's the right temperature, that it's not cross-contaminated. And there's so many other factors that go involved in that. So um, let's talk about some challenges here and then we'll jump into the successes. Totally. I think our biggest challenge with uh, in the beginning when we were getting kind of getting to know and getting acquainted with these uh, wholesale platforms was really making sure um, we were getting the right customer. Because I think it's easy to get excited and say, oh my gosh, we have 25 sales. But then when you look, it's like, this This is a true story, actually. We sent a, we like posted about like, hey, we're on a bound now. And here's a referral link, which will get you, you know, like $100 off your first order. And so that kind of went crazy on Instagram. And then we had plumbers ordering our candles, right? Like that is not our market. Um Oh, and just like kind of uh, pet stores and just things that really aren't our vibe, right? Like that's not usually where our customers are shopping. Like, sure, maybe um, you like a candle and you need your toilet unclogged, but it doesn't totally make sense. So I think being really intentional with how you're promoting yourself on wholesale platforms, because um, yeah, the last thing you want is just anyone with a business license who wants, you know, free, whatever your product is candles at this, for this uh, story. Um, just because, you know, you want to be kind of intentional with where you're promoting it. And then to your point, your other point, which is an incredible point, And honestly, I'm too scared to even broach it. And I'm a little bit of a micromanager. So I have everything in house here. I've never used like a third party warehouse to ship or anything like that. Our products are so delicate because we use all natural ingredients. And so um, often, you know, where you, like you said, a perfect point, like the temperature of a warehouse, I have to know, like, cause we're using soy wax, you know, we're not using a hard paraffin wax. So I, I mean, I get like, uh, we, we have never had, we have had one issue and it was, you know, shipping to Arizona and our soy wax melted. Um, since then we've been able to tweak and figure out how to make that not happen, but things have been, you know, we've only been, um, full-time in business for about two years, a little bit under two years. So even considering and accepting the risk of a third party 
fulfillment or warehouse has been just like too much <laughs> for me. So I haven't. However, I do know how important, uh, I mean, I've heard so many business owners say like, you've got to like take some of that off your um, plate, but until I'm just not there yet, because on top of just soy wax, we're also making, you know, bath bombs and um, body products that are really temperature sensitive. And um, we need, you know, it's, it's just, I am such a hands-on person. It's hard for me to let go of something like that. So I have yet to broach that territory. And thank you for sharing that because that is actually a challenging zone because when, when you think about products that you make that are natural, natural base, um, they're temperature sensitive and et cetera, you need to look at, okay, if I'm transporting it logistically, is it going to be um, transported via, via truck? Is it going to be transported via rail? Is it going to be refrigerated? Like what's the temperature in that? And then the price gets higher and higher because refrigeration is going to cost more than a truck that can just put it back in the container and then just kind of hook it up to that 18 wheeler and get it from point A to point B. And then whenever it gets there, how am I going to offload it? How are they handling it? And et cetera. But then I, I do feel like whenever your business begins to grow and you're scaling it up, then it comes a time where you need to really look at, okay, what makes sense here? And is it time for me to outsource and bring in some other people who have another zone of genius so I could take my, my time and diversify it and really focus on more um, products that I want to add into what we have to offer. So that is a challenge. And I'm so glad that you were transparent and vulnerable and said, you know what, I'm kind of like a micromanager. Everything is in-house and we do it all here because it's it's very good to think about that because it's like your product is your brand and you really need to consider how the end user is getting your product whenever it arrives because that's how they're probably going to leave you a review okay I like the packaging or this is what I got and etc and those reviews can either make or break your product 100 percent um it's yeah everything you said I mean I want to pick your zone of genius genius like I heard you when we open supply chain I'm like hello I'm sure you could teach me so much um but yeah, it has been. And, you know, I think there's positive sides and negative sides to being a micromanager and not like letting go of some of the logistics. And that being like, I've learned so much doing it because I've made, made a lot of mistakes because I'm not a supply chain manager and I'm not a fulfillment manager. And I knew nothing about customs and all the stuff that come up when you're um, in business and you're scaling a business. And so it's been a really, I mean, I'm a, I'm like a, life. I love to just soak everything up. I'm a like lifelong learner. However, I don't have a business background. So I think it's actually been really fun um, and educational for me, kind of like, even though I'm micromanaging, but yeah, we do like, we've been talking about it and um, that, you know, that's something that we kind of are pushing off till maybe 2023. But like you said, it's super important for, um, the experience from our customer, like how the product looks, you know, we have such an incredible team here helping us handcraft, but also helping get it to the customer. So, you know, if there's a bath bomb, for instance, that's not going to look, that isn't beautiful because of temperature changes and we're using all natural ingredients and, you know, whatever it might be, my team's going to see that and know. And that brings me so much like, <sighs> calm, Whereas, you know, I don't know who is packing the orders in a third-party fulfillment center. I only know, you know, it costs about $2 and then you factor in like all the extra prices. And I just think it's, 
yes, it's harder um, in some ways, but I think it's a lot easier in other ways. Like you said, if there was a, you know, horrific delivery and, you know, everything shows up broken and nothing's right, that, that makes an impact not only on that person, their experience, their friends and so on. And hello, the internet. So I think, yeah, we just really, what we do is so important to us and our customer is so important to us. We want to make sure that they are, are, you know, they're receiving what we're intentionally putting out there. So amazing. And then now we're going to talk about some of the successes because you all have been able to triple your revenue using websites, like you mentioned, bulletin, abound, fair, and et cetera. So for someone who is within this RAM, they may not necessarily be doing candles, but they're interested in tripling their revenue. How did you and Caitlin go about doing that for your business? Yes. And like I, so like I said earlier, we, Caitlin and I have been handcrafting um, until about last year. We've been doing everything ourselves um, with little help here and there from family and friends. And then now we have a lovely team that helps us, but we utilized the, before, like I said, we could only have local retailers, um, you know, people we had met and friends of friends and things like that. Um, but we were able to, you know, I have, I have a sales background myself. I worked with small business. Um, and so I have the hunger, you know, that sales hunger that a lot of people have. And I got on these sites and I realized like, okay, this is like, you know, this is a farther reach. It feels like I just got a huge email list of retailers that totally align with our vibe and what we're doing and, you know, their customers would love our stuff. Um, so I did use those referral links very intentionally. So I think there's a way to do it and there's a way to not do it. Like the way to not do it was the share, the story I shared, put it on Pinterest, show it on Instagram. And then you're getting plumbers and HVAC guys ordering your candles, right? Like, no. Um, but I think if you're intentional and you use that referral code, um, because who doesn't love a free hundred dollars, especially a boutique who's never heard of you and your two girls making candles and you're just introducing yourself it's like hey you know we just shared our mission with them this is what's important to us this is why we think you are such a great fit and here is a link and it's going to be 100 at the time it was actually 200 like the good old days of a bound it was 200 for free and that customer would then use our link have 200 of wholesale product free and it doesn't affect us at all we get the 200 so a bound affords that as their customer acquisition so you know, there is, and I, and I tell retailers because they don't, sometimes they didn't want to use them because they're like, oh no, we want to support you. Like you're supporting us by using those referral links. And on top of that, the next time you order 0% commission. So I think we, I took that as like, oh, this is a huge sales funnel. I have, I basically have a free giveaway. And so I'm going to take this. I'm going to find everyone who I think aligns with us. And I'm just going to make a relationship with them and say, Hey, like, I know you don't know us and it's scary to buy from a new company, but here's what we stand for. And here's a great way to sample our products and give them a few recommendations. And so, you know, doing that to 10 people is pretty easy, but then doing that to hundred, 200, 300 people, you're like, okay, I am going to be staying up all night. So what we did was just like, again, be strategic, make a template email, um, you know, gather our, we do, we had previously gathered our email list of retailers and we continue to grow that and reach out. So with Abound, we did it first. And then we, um, 
got a lot of momentum on a bound, which is actually really important for these platforms that when you join, how much momentum you get right after you join factors in to how often they're going to share you to new customers. So I think when instead of signing up and then letting the count lapse, I think really going after it right when you sign up is super important. And so we did that with Abound and it has till this day is still one of our biggest uh, wholesale contributors. And then my, um, the other thing that I think is underused is because I think as business owners, we're kind of flooded with emails like, oh, let me get 15 minutes of your time to tell you how you can best fill in the blank. So it's like kind of exhausting. You don't want to set up meetings with everybody. Um, but one thing I did was I did set up meetings with all of my account managers for Bulletin, Abound, and Fair, and they really do share best practices that have absolutely played into our wholesale revenue. Um, so I think really getting friendly with um, the teams, because Fair is like a giant. There's so many people that work at Fair, but Bulletin and Abound, it's a much smaller team, a lot smaller than we might think. So reaching, one of the things I did early on was reach out to the founder of Bulletin, Ali Kriegs, um, and I just DM'd her. I linked up with her on LinkedIn, and I said, hey, I'd like love to have 15 minutes of your time. I'm in LA next week. Like, could we grab coffee? And we grabbed coffee. And so now I have a relationship with her, and we've done collaborations on their Instagram, so I think like we didn't do advertising at all for this. We just kind of were really strategic. Like let's reach out. We know this team is small, you know, go on LinkedIn. You can see how many employees they have um, and then start reaching out because there's also, you know, marketing employees that have to pr produce content for Abound. So if you, we also made a good relationship with the social team at Abound and said, Hey, like we'll send you our stuff. Like if you want to put it on a story, heck yeah. Like, or, you know, they'll feature us here and there. So I think really utilizing just like relationship building has been huge for us. And that's super cool because people will remember how you made them feel and the interaction that you had with them. And if they have a good interaction, they're going to refer you to other people. But one thing I want to go back to is um, you said that you learned not to put the stuff on Pinterest and et cetera, because you were getting um, plumbers and HVACs and et cetera. But what about if those plumbers and HVAC personnel were um, giving the the candles to their wives or et cetera, who could benefit from that, um, that good natural product. And it was actually helping. So did you, did you and Caitlin think about it from like a strategy standpoint, even though they're not your ideal avatar, they may have a, a woman, um, in their life, whether it's a mom, a sister or girlfriend, a wife or something that could utilize that, um, candle. And then they may have a connection to someone in another space where that could help, you know, your business gain more traction, because I know some, some people think about, oh, um, this is not my, my ideal avatar, but you never know who that person knows. It's so true. And in the beginning, we um, fulfilled every one of the orders, HVAC, plumbing, uh, you know, there was like uh, restaurants. And um, so we did, I mean, there's vets, like some random, I, I mean, one of our local vets actually carries our candles and they love it. And they kind of advertise it as, you know, burn this if you have your, if your house smells like a dog, basically. Um, so I think totally there's avenues anywhere. Um, and we did fulfill all of them. And we were like, you know what? If these are gifts, that's great. Whatever. The mission is to have people feel better. And like I said, it's a win-win. It wasn't like we were giving free product away. Um, 
So we did, um, but in we just refined. And so I don't think it's awful to put it. I, I wouldn't do it on Pinterest again, but we do it on Instagram. You'll see us, you know, every couple quarters say like, hey, calling all retailers. If you haven't ordered from any of these sites, DM us. We have an incredible voucher for you. So we just, there's ways to do it that actually benefit you more too. So that's one way like DM us, which is like, okay, so they have to be interested enough to then go and DM us. And it's unlikely that someone who isn't aligned with us will DM us, but then we get a little peek like, okay, is this, is this our customer? Like, is this where we want our products represented? Then yeah, let's give them the link. And most of the time it is, especially on Instagram, because our community is really our community. So, um, and then another way I've done it, if you do, if you have a, if you don't want to waste, like if you have a great Pinterest audience or a great Tumblr audience, um, and you don't want to waste that, what I switched was, is the visual was the same, like, Hey, new retailers, we have $200 free product for you to try basically, you know, something enticing. And then instead of just giving them the link to go ahead and purchase, we did a Google form and we collected their email and a little bit of information about them. So then at the end of the day, we go to our Google form and then email all those people. So I think there's, don't write off any uh, social media that you have an audience on, use it, but just be intentional with how you use it so that you're not, um, you know, the, the real problem was not that we were sending our candles to plumbers, but that we had to, when we did our first kind, we call it the blitz. Like when we did our first, like, let's go after as many retail shops as we could. We were out of everything. We were like to our lead time was like 24 days. And we were just working day and night till like three in the morning to try and get all these candles made because we had gone after way more than we could chew. So it was more so like, oh gosh, we're sending all these candles to, you know, a totally different service industry when you know, the shops that really our customers are going to be at, you know, we're not getting it to them faster because, because we weren't intentional with how we first, you know, acquired. So. And that makes sense. And it's a lot of learnings. Um, but sometimes whenever you have those challenges, you learn from them and you grow and then you refine and, you know, you, you take what didn't work well, and then you apply it to something else. So thank you for sharing that, Christina. And now I'm going to throw you an audible as we begin to wind down. Is there anything else you want to say about um, using wholesale party sites as well as lit rituals before we jump into the call to action? I think one thing um, that I would say that I hear a lot from just the business owners that I talk to is I don't want to give away 15%, you know, or 15 to 20%, depending on what it is. And my, what I wouldn't, cause I used to be that person too. I'm like, no, I work so hard. You're not taking a cent from me. But the truth is you are working the 15, what you're, you're really giving up 30, 40, 50% when you start to value your time and you're up all night invoicing 10, 20, 30, uh, you know, customers. So I would ask yourself, like, do I want a hundred plus customers? And what is my time retailers when I say customers um, and what is my time worth and what percentage is that? Um, because I promise you, you will find that it is so much easier for the business owner and for the retailer um, as far as time retention, ex overall experience. It is so much better when you use these sites because they also offer 
30, you know, net 30, net 60 terms. I can, that would be really hard for us to do for our customers. But as a small business owner, I know how important net 30 and net 60 can be. It can, it can change your month. It can change your quarter. So being, it's a service to your customer that alone is worth 15%. So I know that it's hard to let go, but anyone who is stopping themselves from getting on those websites because of that, I would say, let it go. I promise you in a year from now, you're going to feel like, why didn't I do it sooner? Absolutely. And thanks for adding that value there. And one thing that I would say from my corporate background is do a market analysis to understand what your trade-offs are. Yes, you let go 15% because you're partnering with this third-party wholesale site, but then does that mean that maybe you need to tweak your prices and maybe you could up your prices a little bit to recuperate that 15% or um, get into a higher end market or et cetera. So understand what your trade-offs are and then do a SWOT analysis, see what the strengths are, what are the weaknesses, what are the opportunities, what are the, what are the threats? And then what's your, what's your give and take, what's your pull and pull and then build from there and really have a holistic approach because we're in business to make money and really have a profit but sometimes in order to get that profit you need to lower certain things in order to um, get that clickbait and really drive up that that market to really buy your products so now let's jump into the call to action Christina what is your call to action for the community today um, I would say uh, no matter who's listening, I think a great call to action is to spend five days or excuse me, or five days. Oh, that sounds great, actually. But I was going to say five minutes at least um, grounding yourself, taking a deep breath and remembering that it's super important. There's nothing just being present with yourself and taking care of yourself in some way, whether that's five minutes, 10 minutes. My other call to action, that's my call to action to every day for everybody is just take five minutes, close your eyes and breathe. Um, but in addition to that, after you're done breathing, um, or five days too, <laughs> but after that, I would say, uh, check out Lit Rituals. Uh, we are online, um, litrituals.com. We are launching a candle discovery or a scent discovery box, excuse me, um, where you can just play around with scent and introduce that into your environment and your self-care. Um, so yeah, take, you know, follow us on Instagram at Lit Rituals everywhere. So we love to connect with you guys. Amazing. And I want to thank you so much, Christina, for carving out time to come on the show and share your knowledge regarding using third-party wholesale sites as well as your business lit rituals. And I want to um, commend you and Caitlin for the uh, products that you're putting out there because it's really helping other people. I definitely need to tap in with that. Maybe you could have some mama candles, something, some oh, yeah. lavender or something soothing to just kind of help that baby get an ease or the mama. Um, oh yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> we already have it. I'll get your address after this and we'll get you some self-care goodies. Ooh. And for those of you, I want to challenge you to go out and support this woman-owned own business because they are part of small businesses and we need to really celebrate another woman that's in business that's doing something incredible or small businesses as a whole and don't forget to like comment and subscribe we're on 40 plus platforms and you could see this video on our youtube channel by going to gems g-e-m-s with genesis amaris kemp and lastly but not least where would i be without my supporters you know i only think about you we are now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts. 
per www.listennotes.com and we wouldn't have been able to do it without your support. So I want to thank you for supporting the guests that I bring into the community, as well as the mission to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we're also weaving in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. So thank you so much. And until the next episode, peace love, and lots of blessings. And if you want to be a brand sponsor and have your brand heard right here, go on over to genesisamarskemp.net, hit that podcast tab, and find out more info. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel. Gems with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G E M S, with W I T H, Genesis, G E N E S I S, Amaris, A M A R I S, Kemp, K E M P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, Your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.